I am very excited and delighted to tell you that your chronic illness ally is once again enrolling. If you're new around here, your chronic illness ally is the supportive home, the program, the community and the coaching space for you to learn how to reframe the role that your chronic illness plays in your life. It guides you off of that conveyor belt of constantly trying to fix and heal your chronic illness and teaches you how to tap into the wisdom of your body that's being communicated via your chronic illness so that you can channel it, channel that wisdom, channel that intelligence into living the big, beautiful life you dream about. If you enjoy this podcast, you will certainly love your chronic illness ally. There is a link to it in the show notes, but let me tell you, the funnest way to learn more about it is to do my quiz. And once you've done that, pop your email in at the end to learn more. And then sit back as I help you explore your unique support style, which will help you make an informed choice about whether your chronic illness ally is a hell yes fit for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Welcome to the Reframing Chronic Illness podcast with me, Alana Holloway, chronic illness coach, podcaster, and writer. This is the place to listen to think about and question the common narrative that surrounds what a life with chronic illness looks like and how all the shoulds, musts, can'ts, expectations and obligations affect the way you experience your chronic illness. Moving away from the fix, reject, fight, resist narrative, you'll find loads of stuff here about how chronic illness can be your guide, ally and superpower. It's my belief that chronic illness can actually be a really valued thing in our lives. This podcast and my work as a coach is all about helping you explore that value and purpose and opening yourself up to the idea that working with your chronic illness can lead you towards a more joyful, peaceful, healing and fulfilled life. Hey, and welcome back to the next episode of this listener write-in series. Today's episode is all about kind of busting the myth that surrounds positivity, um, so to speak. So the write-in is, I've been listening to your podcasts over and over again and have been trying to put acceptance into place as much as possible. I want to realise I can do things I want to do just differently 
and that my chronic illness just makes me see things differently and that isn't a bad thing. How do you stay positive about your illness, even on your worst days? So I want to take a moment to thank the person who sent me their story today. I'm sure there are really mixed feelings around sharing something so vulnerable with me, a relative stranger, and with the whole host of listeners that tune in every week. On one hand, it's quite freeing, and yet on the other, it's pretty confronting. But the response I'm getting from this series so far, especially from the people who have sent me their stories, has been so, so heartwarming, and there's a real sense of camaraderie and connection that's emerging. So if you've been considering sending me something, but have felt held back for one reason or another, I really encourage you to head to the link in the show notes and just write down whatever comes to mind or whatever you've got kind of inside you that you need to get out. I like to answer these questions in a way that brings together knowledge gained from personal experience, knowledge gained from my work as a coach and an understanding of the wider context at play. I have to admit, I needed to dig deep in order to answer this one because one of those elements feels quite distant to me. Thinking back to when my last worst day was, I'm drawing a bit of a blank. Now, this could be because I genuinely haven't had a worse day in a while, and I'll get to that a bit later, or it could be because I don't really view worse days as worse days in the same way that I used to. I think it's a combination of both. The first thing I want you to think about is how do you generally feel about your chronic illness on the scale of positive through neutral to negative and what's behind those feelings as in you know why why do you feel that way or why do you feel the way you feel I think it's important to identify this before kind of getting into the meat of this episode just so that you can understand kind of where you're coming from where your starting point is Your answer might come to you right away or you might need to sit with it for a wee while and just kind of work out, work out the way, what you're feeling, what you're thinking. I want to unpack your question a bit because I sense the draw to positivity might be getting in the way of your ability to accept and to embrace and celebrate the difference that you're kind of acknowledging. So let's look at this thing around positivity. On one side of the positivity coin, we see it as a trait that we quote unquote should all aim for because it's, you know, the thing or a thing that will help us get to where we want to go. You know, it's like positivity, positive mindset, positive attitude, positivity through adversity, etc, etc. So let's use improving symptoms or feeling better as the kind of where you want to get to. There's a belief that in order to get there, we need to have this positive mindset in place. 
and any negativity risks success. This notion can be really prevalent when you look at the kind of overly simplified version of pop manifestation culture, right? And that's not to say that that's not to kind of disregard manifestation at all. It's just kind of the surface level that we see, I suppose, all around. But the idea that we need to be positive in a positive vibes only style is a load of rubbish. The idea that we even need to aim for positivity is flawed. Some would call it emotional bypassing. I'm here for feeling all the feelings. Helping you feel all of your feelings in a way that's safe and supported is what a huge part of my work is about. So with that in mind, the second thing I invite you to question is why do you feel you need to be positive about your illness at all? How do you think it will serve you and where do you think the aim for positivity in this part of your life has come from? Now to the other side of the positivity coin. Generally speaking, positivity, I'm going to say that word a lot in this episode, (laughs) is associated with feeling good, healthy, happy, joyful, independent and empowered. Whereas negativity is associated with feeling bad, sad, frustrated and resentful. If we look even closer at negativity, within the chronic illness space, there are associations with feeling helpless and being a burden to the people around us which are really tricky beliefs to hold. With all of that kind of taken into consideration, of course, of course you're asking how you can stay positive about your illness. Of course you want to feel good. You don't want to feel bad. You don't want to stunt progression. You want to be moving forward. You want to grow and you want to heal. All of that makes total sense. But if for a minute we take, well, for a minute forever, we take positivity and by default negativity out of the equation altogether, what are we left with? Using positivity and therefore negativity as anchor points is, it's just too simplistic. They can't hold the complexities and nuance of life itself let alone life with chronic illness. I see, I almost see positivity as like a lid being put on a jar that contains all of your emotions, beliefs, energy, feelings and life force. And this lid kind of gets like slapped on there. And I imagine it being like one of those vacuumy lids and it gets slapped on there almost like almost like it's a cure-all. But what happens is that all of those emotions and energy and feelings and life force in that jar get suffocated. That positivity doesn't kind of like soothe any of that, right? It just suffocates it. And 
all of that all of that stuff either withers away and dies and that's where we kind of can get you know notice feelings of numbness and disconnect or they explode and they just like come out in a big eruption and I believe by the way this pattern of like this lid positivity lid becomes a contributing factor to the manifestation of chronic illness and chronic illness symptoms but that is a topic for another day staying positive isn't the thing that allows progression growth and healing to become truths I don't even think that it's something that can be simply equated to feeling good. I don't feel, I don't believe that positivity always equals feeling good. And that's going to be a controversial opinion, I know. We can't bypass our truths and we can't bypass our feelings. We can't suffocate them in the hope that they'll go away. Positivity as an anchor point is it's fragile. It suppresses all that needs to be felt, all the truths that need to be acknowledged. And in that, it ignores all the information, all that really, really valuable information about the ways that you actually need to be held and supported in your journey to feeling better or to feeling good or to healing. Which is why I said that I sense that your quest for positivity might be getting in the way of your ability to accept and embrace the difference that chronic illness offers you. That's where I feel that kind of friction is. So where do you go from here? It would be really helpful to identify what beliefs and feelings you hold about experiencing discomfort and frustration or feeling bad or sad or less than positive. We can feel so afraid of experiencing the true full variety of our feelings and emotions because the ones that are perhaps labelled as negative kind of fast track our brains to onboarding all all the negativity associations that I mentioned earlier, especially when you're experiencing chronic illness. But all of those feelings, emotions and experiences are a very, very, very normal part of being a human. They're they're an essential part of being a human. And they're amplified in life with chronic illness. But they're not experiences to shy away from or feelings to shy away from or to distract yourself from on a to use the word again, chronic level, right? On a kind of ongoing level. They're so important and valuable and they hold multiple realities. Your feelings and experiences can be hard and beautiful. They can tear you apart and teach you so much. And my view on this is a contributing factor to why I said I haven't experienced a worst day in... I don't know how long, even if I kind of objectively look back and, you know, look at the the symptomatic manifestation of my chronic illness in the past year, say, there have been times when my eczema has been at a level that I previously 
would have associated with being a worst day. But in the moment, that's not how it was experienced. And, you know, with hindsight, that's not how I I view it. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Allowing yourself to connect with what's going on in any given moment. Allowing emotions to move through you. Allowing feelings to percolate and show you what they need to show you. That is what allows the healing, progression, acceptance, happiness, joy, health, the welcoming of that difference to become reality. Going back to what do you believe positivity will bring you? I'm guessing it's that stuff. But that's that positivity alone does not bring you that stuff. A quick interlude. This season gives an insight into the kind of work I do with my clients. It's like a little taster of the kind of things we we work through. If you'd like to explore that as an option for you, then you can check out my one-to-one coaching and my signature program, if you like, Your Chronic Illness Ally. Both of those are on my website, alanaholloway.com. All of that healing and acceptance and and compassion and rebuilding of your your self-esteem and your self-worth, that is what allows you to feel not positive, but at peace, at peace with your chronic illness and at peace with your worst days to the point that they are not worst days at all. 
Getting to that point is a journey. Not acknowledging that there's work or, you know, a journey to be had there is, I think, what pushes us into slapping that positivity lid on everything, right? Not acknowledging that we can't, we can't magic, magic our way there or, you know, magic wand our way there or we can't quick fix our way there. That leads us into thinking positivity will just, right, all I need is is positivity. All I need is a positive mindset. And that will bring me what I want and need. Being able to say hello to all of those complex, confusing, (laughs) conflicting feelings and emotions and beliefs and stories that, that are contained within that jar being able to work through them and unpack them, it looks like building and calling on compassion and acceptance. And in in the work, it also, you know, it strengthens those things as well, right? It looks like building and leaning on your support network, asking for, and most importantly, accepting help and support. It looks like allowing yourself to Be vulnerable in safe spaces. It looks like taking refuge in the knowledge that some of your deepest inner work is happening in your worst quote-unquote moments. And back to that vulnerability thing, I just want to explore that a bit deeper. Saying that, you know, I don't want to, not only, not only do I not have to do this alone, I don't want to do it alone. Not only saying, do you know what? I haven't got it all together. Like that stuff is so, so important. And yet I think we shy away from it because it's like we have a point to prove. We're already feeling, you know, as far as kind of society's description of chronic illness is, we're already feeling less than, we're already feeling weak or broken or whatever it is and so we you know we really want to prove that we can do this we've got it it's all in hand but saying it's not in hand I don't feel good is you know I need help I need to talk about this is so so important however quote-unquote negative you know that may be classed right you see how you see how labeling those those things as like weak or negative is so harmful actually and in contrast how labeling things as positive can also be harmful it looks like allowing yourself to rest and just take a break from it all i see all of this work a bit like a plait in which every strand that is woven that's pulled from one direction or another you know, and kind of woven into that plait, it strengthens and reinforces the whole thing. This work is completely symbiotic. And all of this stuff is the stuff that we work through in Your Chronic Illness Ally. And this is a perfect example of why your chronic illness is your ally, right? It is your, it is there to support and to support you in the rest of your life because by being the thing that probably has the loudest voice in that, you know, it's the thing that makes itself really known in your body, right? 
also means that it's the thing that leads you to do this work. It's the thing that leads you to invest in yourself in this way, which then goes on to serve you in everyday life. Because worst days happen in all manner of contexts. By doing the work, you're creating much more favourable conditions for when a worst day or a tough time comes along. And by doing that, you're able to give yourself everything you need in the moment and in the moments that surround surround those times, right? And that is beautiful, isn't it? That is really like magic. I think I'll stop there for today. Honestly, I didn't know I was going to get into it in that level this week. So I am here saluting all my deep thinkers and questioners. A few highlights from what I've spoken about today, just so you can kind of go away with these and think about everything a bit more. So think about how you generally feel about your chronic illness on the scale of what you currently deem as positive through neutral to negative and explore what's behind those feelings. Why do you feel you need to be positive about your illness at all? How do you think positivity will serve you? And where do you think the aim for positivity in this part of your life has come from? Staying positive isn't the thing that allows progression or growth or healing or even feeling good to become truths. Allowing yourself to experience and work through your full, colourful, technicolour spectrum of feelings and emotions in a held and supported way is. If you find yourself resisting the full spectrum of your feelings and kind of cherry picking what would be labelled as positive out of the lot, get curious about why. What support do you need? What do you need to give yourself in order to feel comfortable about being uncomfortable, in order to feel comfortable and safe about confronting or, you know, coming face to face with all of the feelings? And lastly, I'd like to offer you a reframe. So move away from this idea of positivity as an anchor point or as an aim and consider what peace has to offer you instead. Thank you, honestly, for sharing your story with me and thank you for helping me in creating another episode of Reframing Chronic Illness. I'm sending much love to you all and I will see you next week with another episode, another listener write-in. Time for me to tell you about my newsletter. It's honestly one of my most favourite things to do within this business. It's a place where you can connect with me more deeply, where you can connect with how chronic illness shows up in your life more deeply. I share a lot of my personal experience um, with life with chronic illness over there. And it's also a place you can find out how you can work with me, what projects I've got going on, um, what programs I'm running, whether I've got one-to-one space, all of that good stuff. 
Um, you can sign up via the link in show notes or by visiting alanaholloway.com forward slash newsletter. Oh, and whilst you're here, I'd love for you to take a minute to rate, review and share this podcast. As you've probably guessed by my ramblings, this way of thinking about chronic illness isn't the norm, but I want it to be. I want more people to be freed from the chronic illness struggle. And the way we make that happen is by sharing something the algorithm, which is dictated by rates and reviews, is fantastic at doing. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Bringing on board the right kind of support can be the missing piece of the puzzle that so many of us don't realise we actually need. What would you do if you had the most epic support squad by your side? What would that unleash in you and what would it make possible for you in your life? If you're wondering how to start figuring that out, if you've got no idea where to start, I've got the perfect thing for you. My quiz, are you more Michelle, Gaga or Mindy? And what would their support squad unleash in you is now live. You can find the link to it in the show notes and in the bio. Don't wait another moment. Hop on over to the quiz to find out who you're channeling now.